This is ARRL Audio News, your weekly summary of news highlights from the world of amateur radio. If you retransmit audio news through a repeater, listen for the Morse code K character, followed by four seconds of silence. That's your cue to stop transmitting so that your repeater timer can reset. I'm John Ross, KD8IDJ, and this is the ARRL Audio News for Friday, January 19th, 2024. ARRL is the new publisher of the Amateur Radio License Preparation Books and Related Resources, authored by Gordon West, WB6NOA. Gordon West popular books, classes, and audio courses have been a mainstay of amateur radio licensing for over 40 years. Generations of hams have learned from Gordo, and now the impact of his knowledge and experience will continue with the reach and resources of ARRL. Current editions of Gordon West Popular License Prep Books will be available from ARRL and ARRL Publication Dealers soon. Look for the category Gordon West License Prep in the ARRL eStore. The books, including future editions, will continue to be authored by Gordon West with technical editor Eric P. Nichols, KL7AJ. Nichols is a regular contributor to ARRL Publications and has written several ARRL books. He has collaborated on the Gordon West books since 2023. And more good news, ARR Education and Learning Manager Steve Goodgame, K5ATA, has also announced that Gordon West has been named ARRL National Instructor. Goodgame leads ARRL programs that benefit amateur radio volunteer instructors and professional educators. Gordon West will serve as an ambassador for the new ARRL National Instructor Program, said Goodgame. The program will place greater emphasis on connecting prospective hams with opportunities to find ARRL-affiliated clubs, classes, and exams. The National Instructor Program will also support ARRL volunteer instructors with new resources for teaching amateur radio courses and developing licensees. Read more about this exciting collaboration on ARRL News. The Jackson Amateur Radio Club, JARC, in Mississippi, has donated two complete sets of ARRL books and posters on the latest information in amateur radio, donated $2,000, to the Madison County Library System in Canton, Mississippi. These book titles represent the brain trust of what we know about amateur radio today. We hope that they will plant the seed and sow the future for radio-based technology in Madison County, said Frank Howe, K4FMH, an assistant director for the ARRL Delta Division. The books published by ARRL include topics on basic electronics, antenna building, and rules and regulations, and include amateur radio license study guides. Library Director Tammy Terry was excited about the donation. The Jackson Amateur Radio Club and ARRL have been highly supportive of helping us with our science and technology emphasis throughout our library system, she said. This large donation will help us get these reading materials to the patrons, who will most likely and most certainly benefit from them for a long time. JARC President Jim Armstrong, AK5J, said they hope to continue making donations. We've worked out a formal partnership between our club and the Madison County Library System. With assistance from ARRL, we are making our first donation of material, equipment, and STEM-oriented programming to the Madison County's libraries. Our intent is to make this support an ongoing club project. JARC will also be holding periodic events at various Manning County uh, Library locations this year. With the slogan, Saturday Morning Amateur Radio Time, known as SMART, the club is offering a public program at the Rebecca Bain Rigby Library entitled Amateur Radio. Do they still do that? On March 2, 2024. A follow-up SMART event with a live on-air operation is planned for May. 
At ARRL Delta Division Director David Norris, K5UZ, has promoted the Plant the Seed initiative. We have been very enthusiastic about the concept and program that our Assistant Director Frank Howell has created. This partnership concept is being promoted nationwide. Norris added the Madison County Library is the national leader now in using community resources like area ham radio clubs to extend their technology-based outreach and leverage the public dollars invested in the local library system. The second annual Georgia State Parks on the Air will be held April 6th and 7th, 2024. ARRL member and event coordinator Claude Ray, AC4SH, said the first ever event was a success and that participants insisted on having another one. For both activators and hunters, the event went far beyond our expectations. Of the 50 listed parks, 48 were activated, with 109 activators making nearly 20,000 contacts with over 4,000 hunters, said Ray. He added that the 2024 event promises to be even better with the addition of two new Georgia parks. And based on feedback from participants, the rules have been tweaked a little bit to add new opportunities receiving awards. There are now separate classes for rovers and single park activators, as well as a new category for QRP activators. There are also new bonuses available, not only for past winners, but for first-time activators and those who contact the two newly added locations. A new hike-in bonus has been added for operators who carry their gear more than a mile into the park and activate from there. Ray said the basic purpose of the event remains the same. The objective is to encourage ham radio operators to visit Georgia State Parks and experience the fun of parks on the air activations. This is a fun contest only. The rules are minimal, the scoring is simple, and the main award is simply the fun of getting on the air. The contest period begins at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time on April 6th and ends at 7.59 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on April 7th. Operating hours are subject to park rules and times, and every station participating in the event and registering will, upon request, receive a certificate of participation. The top finishers in each category will also receive an award certificate. Further information and event rules are available at ARRL.org or at Georgia State Parks on the air. Well, here's a job posting with some different perks, like geysers, bisons, and helicopter rides. Occasionally, the ARRL letter shares jobs postings that may be of interest to radio amateurs, and this one may be the most scenic job yet, Yellowstone National Park. It's looking for three radio technicians, according to the post on the park's social media and a listing on the USA Jobs website. The job listing says the radio technician positions are located in the Yellowstone National Park in the Technology Services Radio Shop within the Administrative Division. There's even a provision for hazard duty pay for mountaintop repeater, helicopter flights, and tower climbing. On Facebook, the park is having some fun with their post. Does your idea of taking your career to new heights involve flying in a helicopter to 10,000-foot peaks? How about hiking, snowmobiling, and even skiing your way to telecom sites? Well, do we have a job for you? We're hiring not one, but three, yes, three electronic radio technicians, the Post says. The lucky three who are hired for these positions will have their work cut out for them, though. The system has eight repeaters, more than 20 base stations, and 500 and 1,000 portable radios, all in a national park with 500 geysers and 5,900 American bison, all accounted for. The 2024 Quartz Fest, a week-long amateur radio camping event, will be held January 21st through the 27th this year. The event began in the Sonoran Desert in 1995 near mile marker 99. That's about six miles south of Quartzsite, Arizona. 
According to its website, QuartzFest was initially billed as just a simple campout in the desert with good friends sharing a common interest with ham radio and RVs. Today it draws nearly 1,000 visitors with a week-long agenda of activities and presentations. Special event station W7Q will be active on single sideband voice, CW, and FT8 in the Northern Arizona DX Association's communications trailer. A complete listing of activities and events can be found at ARRL.org. And here's a reminder, be on the lookout for the March 2024 issue of QST, in which Bob Wirtz, NF7E of the Northern Arizona DX Association, talks about how clubs can stay active by way of special events like this in the issue's club station column. If you haven't made contact yet with the USS Iowa, here's good news. Amateur radio operators will have an opportunity to contact the USS Iowa during the ship's 81st anniversary celebration. The USS Iowa BB-61 is formerly moored at the National Museum of Surface Navy in San Pedro, California, and was first commissioned during World War II on February 22, 1943. The on-air event this year will be held on February 22 from 1600 to 2400 Universal Coordinated Time. The battleship Iowa Amateur Radio Association, BIARA, will activate NI6BB, the ship's original call sign, utilizing BIARA's amateur gear and a circa-1980s legacy station consisting of an ANURT-23 transmitter and an R-1051GURR Navy receiver. To help operators looking for NI6BB, a band plan has been suggested to qualified associate operators. These plans and bands have been screened to minimize conflict with other modes or known nets, but are subject to change due to existing traffic, contest, or band conditions. FT8 or FT4 operations will be on the same standard frequencies for those modes as well. For a complete list of bands, updates, and additional information, contact BIARA. Bruce Page, KK5DO, is here now with this week's AMSAT report. Bruce? Thanks, John. AMSAT has a few very popular awards. They're not easy to earn, however, they are challenging. The AMSAT Reverse VUCC or VUCC Stroke R is for working from 100 different grid squares. This will take a lot of traveling, either within North America or through foreign countries. The Central States VHF Society started this award and issued the first certificate in January of 2005. In September of 2021, the Central States VHF Society Board voted to allow AMSAT to carry on its work and issue the certificates. To date, there have been 12 certificates issued. The AMSAT Gridmaster Award This is for working all 488 grid squares in the continental U.S. on satellite from your home grid. To date, we have issued 63 total. This award was originally sponsored by the Starcom Group and Squirt the Birds in 2014. AMSAT took over issuing the award in June of 2020. If you're looking for a challenge, Whether you are new to satellites or a seasoned operator, these two awards will keep you busy for some time. If you're chasing the reverse VUCC, you become a rover to assist those looking to earn their Gridmaster Award, and everyone is very appreciative of your roving. This is Bruce Page, KK5DO. Back to you, John. And thanks, Bruce, for that update.
In Radio Sport this week, some upcoming contests, January 20th through the 21st, the Hungarian DX contest, that's CW and phone. January 20th through the 21st as well, the Pro Digi contest, digital. January 20th, the North American QSO party, single sideband, phone. January 20th through the 21st, the NA Collegiate Championship, single sideband and phone. January 20th through the 22nd, the ARRL January VHF contest, that's CW phone and digital. January 20th through the 21st, the Feld Hell Sprint, digital. Also on January 21st, the RSGP AFS contest, digital. January 21st to the 22nd, run for the Bacon QRP contest, that is CW. And on January 24th, the SKCC Sprint, that is CW. And make sure you visit the ARRL contest calendar for more events and information. Upcoming Section State and Division Conventions, January 19th through the 20th, the Cowtown Hamfest hosting the ARRL North Texas Section Convention, that's in Forest Hill, Texas. January 27th, Winterfest hosting the ARRL Midwest Division Convention, that's in Collinsville, Illinois. On February 2nd through the 3rd, the Capital City Hamfest 2024 hosting the ARRL Mississippi State Convention, that's in Jackson, Mississippi. And on February 9th through the 11th, the Orlando Hamcation, hosting the ARRL Florida State Convention. That's in Orlando, Florida. And finally this week, thanks to the Tri-County Amateur Radio Association in Claremont, California, for airing the ARRL Audio News on their repeater. 7-3. And that concludes ARRL Audio News for this week. Our thanks to all contributors to this week's report. ARRL Audio News is produced by the American Radio Relay League, the National Association for Amateur Radio. For more information on amateur radio or the ARRL, visit us on the web at ARRL.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching for ARRL. If you have a question or comment about ARRL Audio News, email us at audionews at ARRL.org. This program is copyright ARRL, all rights reserved, 73, and thanks for listening.